You're listening to the Collab Talk podcast, episode six of the Microsoft Buzz Chat series. In this episode, I'm talking with John Levesque, who is a senior platform evangelist on the Power Automate team at Microsoft. This is Christian Buckley with another Microsoft Buzz Chat, and I'm here this morning talking with John. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Well, John, for the folks that don't know you, why don't you introduce yourself? I will. Uh, I'm John Levesque. I am a senior program manager on the Power Automate team. I'm still getting used to saying that. Uh, I focus on all of the things around the product. So there's this great team that makes this product, builds the software, and I'm here to try and help it be known and help people understand it better. So I handle the community, I handle the social media, the blogs, I do all of the speaking and a lot of the content, uh, and, and there's a whole bunch more that I do as well, but that's a pretty good overview of my duties. Well, you know, it's, it's now we have the, the whole Ignite the Tour, basically sucking up all the air of, uh, and the time uh, of Microsoft employees for like six months after... Yeah. Ignite. Are you doing a lot of those events? You know, actually myself this year, I'm not. Uh, I did a whole bunch of travel last year. I did a lot of like the Power Platform World Tours and Summits and all those. Not too many of the Ignite World Tour events. Um, I know there are a ton of people that are that are huge in that. And, and uh, unfortunately, I have not been able to connect with that, uh, that train yet. But I'm hoping to do a few stops there this year. But to be in, in full honesty, this year, I'm going to travel a lot less. Uh, I have I have been on a yeah, world I, tour. Yeah, I tell myself that every year, John. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I actually have a commitment to it. I have to do it uh, for my health. I have had a bad back, and it has been uh, – flying has, has only made that worse. And so I, I've been pretty close to a couple major health scares because of that. And so I, I promise I'm, I'm going to travel less this year. Last year, I did 23 events. This year, I said I will limit myself to a maximum of ten. That's that's a good number. That's a it's about where I am. It's it's it's, uh, it's about one a month. Yeah, uh, you know, major events, which is right is the right amount. It's a uh, you know, it's it's crazy to think about. Uh, you know, back I'm trying to remember what year it was 2012, 2013, where I did 18 SharePoint Saturday events alone. Wow. Um, in, in that year. Wow. And I, I think uh, Eric Harlan, who's one of the founders of SharePoint Saturday, has the most uh, under his belt in a single year, which was like 25 or 26 or something like that. But he's one of the co-founders of the, yeah. of the SharePoint Saturday movement. But still a lot of Saturdays it that is. you give up. Yep. And then there are all of the major events. The uh, you know for, for me, it was still doing two or three SharePoint, uh, like SharePoint Fests and SB Tech Cons and the yep. Microsoft events and the partner event. Yep. Like I yep. just did this last summer was my 10th Inspire conference in a row. Congrats. Uh, it just, just a, it, it's a lot. It's a lot it of time is. to be away from the office. It is. And, and so luckily, you know, my team has been pretty supportive of that. They know that when I'm on the road, 
Uh, there's a lot of prep to that. There's a lot of post study and, and, and write-ups and things done for that. So they've been really, really good about giving me that space to make sure that I have the time to do those things properly and that I'm not stretched too thin and I'm traveling and trying to focus on major deliverables at home. So I feel very lucky with my position uh, and, and the team that's been around me. They've been very supportive of me going and doing a lot of this. So it's been really good for me. You know, that is something that I think you have to have uh, a, an understanding support team kind of a, a around you because yeah. the post-production for a lot of this kind of travel, I mean, it seems for folks that don't do a lot of blogging and video content, be like, oh, it produced another piece that's out there and like it's done. It's like it's it's like four hours of activity, like doing it in the post-production as well as the recording itself for every yeah. one hour of that you're, of content you're creating. Definitely. Definitely. It's a, I, I, it's a, and now we're at two videos every week. So there's always like one video of travel, adventure, motivation, something like that on Monday. And then Tuesday is always some tutorial. Let's teach you a part of the power platform. And so, man, it definitely between all the travel and then all the production to keep that going where we ensure like two every single week we don't miss. Uh, there's a massive amount of time that I'm definitely giving to, to all of that for sure. Well, so the, I want to ask you about the community side of this, because what we've, we've seen here in the Salt Lake area is that, uh, you know, it's probably the, the, the frenzy, the growth, the excitement around the power platform on various topics underneath that is very similar to what we saw 10, 15 years ago with the SharePoint, um, just the excitement around it. So that user group popped up. We have a a lot of the people, I would say the majority of people that have been participating in the Office 365, it's really more of the Microsoft 365 user group now, yeah. automatically went and joined up when they heard about uh, you know, the, the Power Platform user group. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just, and so you see kind of events of the, what's, what's the trends, what are you seeing? What, what, what are people doing around community, around, uh, especially around Power Automate? Yeah, I think uh, we are definitely seeing a massive explosion of user groups. So we kicked off Power Automate user groups only one year and three or four months ago. Um, and we are now actually at 81 user groups around the world. Now that's just by our count. Now I know there are uh, a couple others out there that don't that aren't like in our framework. They're they're doing their independent thing. So you know, uh, by my count, there's actually closer to 90. And so in the last year and a half, we've seen 90 groups around the world, almost 13,000 total members, uh, you know, meeting up at least once a month, every month now talking about Power Automate and the Power Platform. And so that piece, user groups is definitely something that's exploded. Uh, I think another big thing we're seeing is these online conferences. And so I, I kind of went out and I put one out there, an official one, you know, that that we backed as Microsoft, but now there's so many popping up. There's like the Power Platform 24 and Collab did one and TDG is doing hackathons all over the place. Like, I love how this community is not allowing physical barriers to stop them from actually coming together and doing these kinds of things too. So I think this user group spirit of us coming together and doing this together, like we're seeing that all over the place. and. Uh, and, and, and I'm really thankful for that because it's actually something that I've tried very hard to foster uh, since the beginning. I think, you know, one of the things I'm really proud of in this community is they've created their own slogan, which is we rise by lifting others. Right. And like and, and so the power addicts movement, that's their thing. And like and to me, 
that's one of the greatest things I see in this community because people are coming together and they're making it a point to help each other. And it's like important to them to help each other. And so it's, I'd say that's one of the biggest trends I'm seeing is, is not only growth in, in amazing ways and in amazing timeframes, but in this very unique way that I don't think we see many other places where this, there's really this importance on making sure that everyone gets to come along. Well, you know, that's a great point because uh, it's uh, for, for people that have been community minded, this has actually been a very, uh, it's a topic we've touched on, you know, uh, you know, over and over and again. I mean, going back, you know, 10, 15 years, remember talking when I was in the corporate world and was managing a team and would talk about how we need to get past this. Uh, you know, the, this withholding of information because, you know, the information is power in that, like that model is gone. It's, it's broken. Is that, you know, power comes through sharing, being transparent and making sure that the things that you're doing are visible, that you're, as you said, you're helping others to succeed. Yeah. Being the person who, I mean, and this kind of goes to the you know, companies that look to hire the best possible employees and that are will make other employees better is an important trait to go and to look for. Those that are going to, hey, if I don't know the answer, I'm going to help you find the answer. If I if I have some knowledge of how to go and you know, to to do something, I, I want to train others so that they are become self sufficient in that capability. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Wow. That's that's a that's a lot that's powering that this this community. I think it is. I think I think it's a. Uh, I don't know if it's everywhere. I haven't seen it. I've been a part of, I've built five different communities now uh, for Microsoft. Actually, this is the fifth product I've been on. And, uh, and I've never seen anything like this. You know, these people, I think there's just something unique about this. And, and I don't know if it's widespread. I don't know if it's just us, but, but I, I feel like it's definitely a movement beginning here, if anything. And, and, and you're right. I think there is strength in that. And, and it's, it's, I'm definitely proud of it to be a part of it, to say that this is something that I've been a, a piece of building. Well, th- this is, uh, I, I'd say it's indicative, certainly, of the, of the SharePoint community. And that's it's, you know, for many, many years, uh, people that came into it said, this is unlike anything that I've experienced. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, so years ago, I worked in the rational software space. That community was very much, it felt the same and people wanted to help each other. Then they got acquired by IBM. The community just got killed. It just flattened it. You know, they, they acquired the company for all of the services that came with the products and then yeah. squashed the community. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and so uh, I, I kind of saw that and commented on, you know, in the SharePoint side, and we see that happening in the Power Addicts community as well. One of the things that uh, you're talking about, like events, I was going to ask you, you said you're tracking over 80 of these events now, uh, or these communities. Yep. And, you know, is there like a centralized place? Is there a, a site or a place where I can go and find out in my region? Yeah, there is. So if you go to uh, flowug.com or if you search flow user groups, uh, it, it's actually like the number one search result. Uh, it's powered by Dynamics Communities. That's who we've partnered with to kind of bring this ecosystem together. And, uh, and so that's kind of the, the main centrally managed location where we're tracking most of these user groups. And this is something that, and I, I bring this up too, just because it's your, one of the things that we've talked about with our user groups is that, so being the only um, a regional director of Microsoft you know, RD here in Utah, 
uh, and I've been working with some of the local Microsoft people out of our sales office. We're not a huge region, don't have a full marketing you know, yep. location, but yep. we've got a store and we have the sales office. Uh, but we have uh, 14 or 15 Microsoft-centric technology user groups. And sometimes we try to, as much as we can, there's a few of us that try to, to keep the other groups informed. Uh, mm. Like when we saw one group that was, had a guest speaker, it was, it was doing a, a SharePoint topic and they didn't reach out to the SharePoint user group. Like it was Microsoft people that were doing this. We're like, what are you, what are you doing? It's, but similarly, um, we have people, we we've, we're getting ready to run our ninth, um, what was branded the SharePoint Saturday event. It's coming up the first week in February. It's, it's, we've rebranded as the Microsoft 365 Friday, moved to Friday nice. and rebranded it um, because we have a track of the power platform. We have a track of that's SharePoint. We have a track that is Teams focused. Awesome. Uh, and, and so just because we've tried to evolve with the needs, because we kept hearing over and over again that uh, people would say, hey, I, w I, I saw after the conference happened that you had all these sessions that I would have yeah. loved to have seen, but I thought it was just SharePoint and I'm not involved with SharePoint. And, uh, and so that's why we've rebranded it. We've, we've said, hey, it's a Microsoft technology event. It's like a mini tech ed. Nice. You know, here. I like that. And, and, uh, and so that's something that, I mean, obviously there is a strong, uh, you know, there's an entire track that's, you know, in your area. Yeah. Um, and, and how can we do a better job of kind of getting the word out to that specific community? So that's a good, uh, that's a good question. Um, each of those communities has their own individual site. And so unfortunately to kind of cross pollinate between them is difficult right now, but I am working on that. So we actually have just decided uh, in our greater community, in the, the Power Automate community itself, uh, we will create an events section where people can come and list their events as they happen. Uh, and then we'll go through and periodically clean them out after they're gone because we saw that this was an issue where we didn't have one central place where people could find info on all of these events. It was like it had to be localized. I had to be looking for my area specifically for this technology specifically. And so that's uh, something coming in the, near, the, the very near future, actually, probably within the next 20, 30 days, we should have that little events module spun up in the Power Automate community. And then uh, we're gonna keep it nice and clean. We'll disable comments and things. So it's just postings about the events and links to where people can get more info so it doesn't become a nice you know, wild west. So right. uh, I appreciate you bringing that up. And, and it is something we have been thinking about and something that I'm trying to fix right now. Well, it, I think that one other alternative, and I know how you kind of bridge that gap, but like there are some folks in the community, like I have access to I have the ability in the tech community site Mm -hmm. to, to go into post events and it gets approved somewhere. There's a, you know, workflow and to post yep. those things, but it's a very limited number of events that are captured there and, and not an easy way. It's not a, it's not a centralized location. I'm not actually suggesting, Hey, there needs to be one place for all events yeah. and Microsoft is in control or any other single organizations in control. The reality is that you need to go look on, you know, like on this site or through, yeah. through, through uh, resources that Microsoft uh, controls. There, there might be eventually a, a you know, a, like an spsevents.org type 
site. Uh, you know, that's the central SharePoint Saturday location. Yep. Um, something similar similar for uh, for the uh, Power Automate community. Yeah, and uh, so that Flow UG site will will be a central location where you can kind of get started to look at user groups. Uh, and then it just kind of jumps off from there. So there's just become more and more confusing as people, new people come in and be like, wait, what's flow right. versus. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's, yeah. I think that's another piece. The rename has, has been quite an interesting ride trying to get everything up to snuff on all of that in the time frame, And then all of the partner properties like that flow UG and, that's that's been an interesting ride all in and of itself. Well, one thing is for sure is that once Microsoft changes the name, you know it'll never change again. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> uh, awesome. Awesome. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. So I know. Moving well, on. I, yeah. The, the only the only other thing you could do is just uh, uh, it, you know. Um, well, I mean, obviously, you know, flow is is still a thing. It's uh, yeah. In Power Automate, we it's build part flows. of Power Automate. Right? Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, just so, something else to think about. Something to make it more difficult for community people to find each other and find those resources. But <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. So, well, what else is uh, you know what else that are you, are you excited about? You know, technology, other announcements and things. I mean, there's just been you know, just such a you know constant rush of uh, yeah. of announcements and releases. Kind of what. Where are your passions these days? Man, so uh, I think the new UI flow stuff is cool. I think it's early. I think, you know, it's it's still preview and it's still not perfect, but getting to play around with some of that stuff has been awesome. You know, just automating some old legacy stuff, like some old dynamics stuff that's on premise where people had no real way to automate this well previously. This kind of gets them connected to the cloud with some of that older older stuff they're still using. That's That's an exciting one, I think. The power of virtual agents is pretty exciting. Like uh, these, these no code, low code chatbots that you can just deploy really simply. I'm not sure if you've had a chance to play with that yet, but that's pretty intense. I, I made a video about that uh, a couple weeks ago with one of our MVPs. It was the first time I had actually seen it and I was blown away at what you could put together so quickly. Uh, I think in the power apps world, uh, just seeing how that's really becoming a platform and looking at all of those pieces now, like the, the PCF and, and all of the, the containerization that's happening, like that stuff is really cool. Um, and, and I think internally, something people don't know about, uh, we, we've had a little bit of shuffling happen on our side and, uh, I actually am reporting to a new boss now. I'm on a new centralized team around community. So we have a greater focus happening internally on community and growing that. And so we, uh, we used to be on separate teams. We've all now been brought together to be one focused team across the stack. And so uh, pretty exciting changes happening internally there. And then also uh, another thing internally that people might not know about is we're, we have this big focus on unification. So this platform right now feels like separate tools and there is a brand new team dedicated to platform unification to try and bring this all together into one seamless experience. And so, you know, I'm excited about all these parts, but I think I'm most excited about these parts coming together in more meaningful ways. I think, you know, some of the plans we have for the future, just, you know, I'll, I'll throw a couple rough ideas out there that we've been talking about. Like what about a, a Netflix style experience for apps and flows where, the system knows the things I'm using. It sees, oh, I'm using SharePoint. Oh, I'm using Planner. Hey, maybe this flow would be great for me. Why don't, maybe you should try this. People who 
do, who built flows and apps like you also enjoyed this flow. Something like that, just a catered experience where the system understands what you're doing and offers things up. And so um, that's where, where we're still a ways off from that. Don't get me wrong. But I think with this new team and this new focus, I think things like that become much more of a reality. Well, you're talking to a knowledge management, uh, you know, collaboration guy. And so that concept of, uh, you know, the AI application inside of discovery uh, is, yeah. it would be fantastic. But that's, that's what people want is they want a more personalized, more contextual, relevant experience. Definitely. Um, kind of like the, you know, the search experience. Don't, don't tell me you know, based on my limited understanding of what I actually need, you know, go in and look at it says, well, you're searching on these terms. The other 10 people that searched on those terms eventually found this solution. Yeah. Hey, let's cut out the middleman of time and wasted cycles. Go take a look at what uh, others are doing. Exactly. And I think that just, it also really speaks more to the citizen developer. Like we've had this whole citizen developer thing we've been saying for a long time. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of that term. I think I like to talk about digital inclusion. And, uh, and I think now with these kinds of technologies, that's where, really where we're going. We're going beyond this citizen developer idea and we get to this place of digital inclusion where any person, no matter your skill set, can truly participate in this platform. Well, one thing I will have to say is that uh, I recognize that Microsoft won one of the many things that Microsoft has been doing much better over the last, I've been in the Microsoft ecosystem officially for the last 15, 16 years, in the last three, four, five years, especially where things have sped up, where you talk about kind of unifying the user experience and certainly Microsoft has gotten better at documentation and just getting content, other resources that are out there and better leveraging, uh, you know, other, the external partner conferences yeah. and content, the community content but is in streamlining the user experience and thinking about more of that end-to-end -end experience of what users are trying to do. So uh, anybody that's watching or listening into that, you making that statement, Microsoft is moving so much more quickly that when you say something like that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm now expecting to start seeing stuff this, this spring. It's, it's, <laughs> it, it moves just incredibly fast. So it's, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think this, there's, there's usually, and I know that you're not going to say something like that publicly without things already being in, 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 uh, in, in movement, you know, but there's, there's, there's definitely, a, uh, I will say it like this. There is a massive focus happening on the things that I was talking about. Yeah. yeah. Well, very cool. Well, yeah. John, I, I know I really appreciate your time. People want to find out more about you. Where can they follow you? Where can they reach out to you and connect with you? Yeah, uh, my big place where most of my content goes out is YouTube. If you just want to see the content and you don't want to hear the banter, YouTube is probably the best place to go. If you'd like to include some banter in your servings of content, then Twitter might be the best place to go for you. I'm John J. Levesque on Twitter and John L. Seattle on YouTube. If you just search my name, John Levesque, on Google, I am like the first five pages, so you will be bound to find something that has me somewhere. Uh, and, and then also, if you want to see where I'm speaking, uh, my website, johnlevesque.com. I have a, a event list of all the places I'll be speaking there. Excellent. Well, John, really appreciate your time and uh, enjoy the lovely weather, which I'm sure you're having. I'll just assume that you're having lovely <laughs> yeah. weather in Seattle. 40 degrees and downpour. It is perfect. <laughs> yeah, <I love> that. <laughs> Thanks right, so much I'll for having me, Christian. Wow.